Hey, welcome to the newest episode of the Articulate Ox Podcast. I am your host, Soma79. Thank you so, 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 so much for joining me today. My guest, Mark Harushian, is someone who I absolutely adore. I'm a big ballet fan. I've loved ballet for many years. Um, it goes back to when I was in, I was just out of college and I was dating someone who was still, still at Northeastern and she wanted to go see The Nutcracker and all of her friends bailed on her. And I was like, well, I'll take you. So we sat second row and it was absolutely amazing. I was transfixed and I just couldn't believe it's the combination of music and body movement and just how friggin' hard it obviously is. I loved it. So that's what this episode's about. Mark's a choreographer. He's a former ballet dancer. I met him several years back uh, through a mutual friend. I think we talk about that in this episode. And, um, you know, I as soon as I realized he was a ballet dancer, I was like, I'm going to chew this dude's ear off. But he, in that regard, he can give as good, good as he can get because he's got a lot of great stories here. He's got a lot of good insight into where he dances, where it's come from, where it's going, his feelings about it. And this is a really interesting episode if you like dance at all. So Mark's a great, awesome person. Check him out and enjoy the episode. Peace. Hey, welcome to the newest episode of the Articulate Ox podcast. I'm your host, Soma79. Thank you so much for joining me today. My guest, Mark uh, you already, we just went through a big thing on how to say your last name, and I just threw, threw a blank. Mark Harudian. 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 Yes, you said it right. Well done. I, I, was, I was doing well before I even asked, so <laughs> that ruined it all. Uh, Mark is a ballet and dance instructor at Salve Regina and Dean College, um, mm -hmm. and choreographer, a ballet dancer yourself in your day. You've done it all. Um, Back and, in the day. Right. One thing that people are very, two things people are very surprised to find out about me is I love the Carpenters, one of my favorite bands of all time, and Karen right Carpenter is on. one of my biggest crushes, and I mm -hmm. love um, ballet. And with ballet, I could never do it. I, you know, only got a few pop and locks and, you know, rave moves in me. And yeah. it's something that I've always admired from afar. I don't know a ton about it. I was telling you before, I got this book here that I bought years ago and haven't got a chance to read yet, but we're getting there. And I've drawn some pictures of some ballet dancers like Petra Conti, one of my favorites for the LA Ballet, but I don't know a ton yeah. about it. So this is going to be an educational experience for me. We're going to talk a little about the current state of dance and we're going to ramble for a bit. So Mark, yeah. how you doing? Your chance to ramble. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't complain. Tim, like I tell everybody, I'm alive. Right. That's, That's the name all of the you game. Can ask for like now. my Uncle Barry used <laughs> he still says, I should say. Right. I'm alive. I'm the name of the game. And you know, I get to do what I like. Like you said. I yes. am a uh, uh I like to say a professional in the field. You know, if you're if you're any kind, especially in the performing arts, uh, but all of all forms of arts, you kinda gotta be a, a jack of all trades, a little bit of this yeah. and a little bit of that. Um, it's a, such a wonderful field, but you gotta be in a way creative in order to make it like your livelihood so right. yeah yeah you know back in my day I had my performing career you know and I shouldn't say that I had it, it's if you go into the realm especially um let's say uh dance or ballet particularly your career drastically changes um per oh my gosh it could be per year or per decade why because we use our bodies right. as a medium right and our bodies whether we like it or not they change. So therefore, you yourself and your overall performance and your priorities and all that stuff kind of change. So you have a so, yeah, you could say I'm, um, I, you know, I, I would say currently right now, what, what would I say? I'm more a dance educator, right? I'm an adjunct, uh, adjunct professor at 
Savoy Regina University and Dean College, where I teach a whole variety of stuff. See, and this is where you're going to learn more. I didn't know anything about ballet, but I just had my typical, you know, natural assumptions of ballet when I started to go into it at the age of seven. And I'll tell you this, Tim, I didn't want to go into it at all. No. How many preconceived notions can you have at the age of seven? A lot. For example, I'm actually shocked. Never do I ever get, uh, well, first of all, never do I ever get the opportunity to talk about dance, never mind ballet, so uh, in-depthly. So well, I'm, thrilled that, um, I'm thrilled to be here. And you, you got me, you know, we were able to talk even further about it. But uh, even uh, on top of that, you just naturally have, you know, associations with dance. You don't necessarily get someone of your stature that goes, I love ballet. It, you know, it's, it's something of mine. Uh, I love to do it. And it was something I, I even had, um, you know, even when I was in high school, it was it was almost like a little secret surprise. I would tell everybody, everyone would go, well, what do you do? What do you like to do? What do you like to do? Believe it or not, I do ballet. And most of the time, most of the time, people would go, really? Oh, my gosh. I've never met some a ballet dancer i've never met da, 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 particularly a boy do you see what i mean yeah we have one kid there was one kid in my too. high school who was a ballet dancer and i believe he went pro too but you're describing very much it seemed like the way that he was treated in my high school you know yes you get where i'm going and thus where even at the age of seven and eight you feel the cultural norms and expectations that you're around ballet and dance wasn't necessarily encouraged let's say, uh, in uh, the late 80s, early 90s. Do you know what I mean? Right. There's all these stigmas that kind of come with it. And these stigmas still um, are uh, present today, you know? Yep. And um, for example, I, I use, uh, you know, Lara Spencer. Do you know Lara Spencer? She's an anchor on the Good Morning America show. You sound, I probably know her if I saw her. Yes, this was right before the pandemic. You know, bullying was a hot topic. It was big right now. You can think, um, what was it? The first lady Trump there. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, whatever. Blank. Melania. Melania. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You, uh, uh, Melania. Melania. There you go. Was. Melania Trump. Um, bullying. And, and, you know, I actually ended up doing my thesis in graduate school about using that as a, a vehicle. That was my... Um, artistic thing about bullying and uh, sure enough Lara Spencer right there on national television was going over um what was it uh, uh Prince William and uh, Kate's oldest son there George the next heir to the throne not William but the, the next one right um I think it was like Prince of Cambridge or who cares whatever his title is he had all these crazy courses and then all of a sudden she goes he's also going to take ballet and he was only at the age of six or seven and they all started laughing. I don't know if you recall, if you remember this. No, I don't. No, you don't remember. Uh, and I I'll even play it if you want me to, but who cares? But basically she indirectly made fun of ballet and everybody else went in with it. And this was, it's a thing, but I have hoped him because there's people like you and just, you know, these television shows that are out there. Oh my gosh, I have some reservations about them, right. but I love them. I love them because it's keeping dance uh, alive and and putting it in um, American culture, unlike it was in the 80s right. and 90s. And I think people interested in practicing dance and understanding really what is the essence behind dance, never mind ballet, do you know what I mean? Um, it's becoming more uh, accepted and um, 
rec recognized as a uh, sophisticated profession that yeah. it can be so fulfilling on so many different levels. And that's the thrilling part about it. And What's so when I even hear someone like you, that's kind of from my own generation, like I've been interested in ballet, I go, yeah, that's awesome. Say it out loud. Yeah. I hope there should, there should be even more people uh, interested in ballet never mind just dance in general yeah I mean what interests me about ballet so I remember seeing uh, probably my, my first live ballet I was dating I graduated college I was dating someone who was still in college and she wanted to go to the Nutcracker but all of her friends bailed on her so I went and got tickets and we ended up with like second row seats of the Boston Ballet because I'm like if I'm doing this we're going big and I was just I loved it it was I it blew me away it just made me think about how few things there are from that you know, that point in time, like his ballet is obviously around for a long time, that still exists in a in a very similar form today. Like ballet hasn't, you know, I'm sure you could describe ways it has changed, but I think to the average, you know, viewer, it, it's the same essence of things. It's like, you know, they're dancing to music, to classical music in general, you know, there's been some evolution to it, but it is, it feels like something from a past time that has lived on because of just how tricky it is to do and just how impressive it is. And to sit oh, up yeah. front and see them, it is so impressive. Oh, absolutely. And I, I you know, yeah, I, I forgot the the way you you, you termed it. Oh, the, it, it's as if it's an encapsulated a past time. Oh my God, you're absolutely right. And I I love how it captivated and enthralled you. You know, as even being in the uh, the second row, because then you kind of get to see even the raw physicality of it. You know, it's interesting. Um, let's see. Let let let's do a little bit of you know, like what is it about ballet? What was it? Kind of like me. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and uh, I think that's, you know, a good way to kind of put it, the aesthetic of it is so unique um, that the average human being wouldn't necessarily be able to duplicate it so easily. Right. But when you watch it, it's the dancers, again, that's part of their tactic is it's so effortless. And, I'll, and, and I think part of the reason why you feel like it's a bit of... Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a way uh, uh, peering in on an event in the past time in almost a purity, authenticity is kind of that's basically what it was. If you yeah. think about it, I'm going to try to make this as concise as possible. Believe it or not, ballet was created in the Renaissance during the Renaissance period. Thanks to those awesome fat that that awesome family, the Medici or Medici, however they however they pronounce it, right? Yep. There is one of their family members. Her name was Catherine. She was awesome, and of course, she's all pissed off. She's got to be betrothed to the King of France, right? And she mm -hmm. went over, but she knew what she wanted, you know, to keep the what was hers and what was hers, and her background was like her body and culture, you know. And I don't think people understand that dance is so infused in our culture, right? That uh, everyday movements and stuff nowadays is considered dance and it's called like embodied knowledge. We don't need to, um, you know, speak the same language or come from the same background, but we can read body language. We can understand facial expressions and gestures and stuff because thousands of years, this has been embedded in us. You know, it's right. like actually in, in our DNA. And what's even more amazing as I say it like that, right, um, especially as I uh, um, started to become more of an educator of dance, right, I didn't really necessarily fully, fully understand it. This is at the age of my early years of 30. 
that every single dance is a form of an ethnic dance, you know? And that's yeah. our, our crazy Western modern day kind of colonist kind of mind set, you know, to be like, oh, ethnic dance. So you're thinking a cultural dance that has a purity. Every single culture that we live in today has a form of dance that belongs to them. That just so happened to be Catherine's, the 1% of back in the day. Do you know what I mean? The royals yeah. and the aristocrats. And what's even better about it, right? And um, and you can you, you can see how, I, I hope I can draw a relation to your idea of path time and it kind of encapsulating it. And then the reasoning why ballet has survived throughout the years and why yeah. we look at it or what is appealing about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, to a general person or the people in the field, right? Uh, is they really, well, what is, what is art, right? Never mind the performing arts or dance or just every bit of art. What the hell is it, basically? It's communication. That's what you're doing. What are you trying to say to me, right? And ballet is interesting. Reason. It's interesting in that regard because you have an art where it's like you both, you know, we're talking about when it exists, you know, two, three hundred years ago. You got a bunch of people in, in, in a room. There were no screens. There was nothing like that. You have to play to both the front row and the back row. And you have to have there's very subtle things that you do in ballet. And there's things that have to be very broad and needed in, in order to hit both those audiences, because it's it's you're doing it all with your body and the music. So you have to make yes. sure that you're using you know the most of it. So the, the highs have to be really high and the lows have to be really low. Really? Exactly. You get it. And they kept they they honed in on it, believe it or not. It was called court ballet back in the day. And they, it was very simple. If you see those time period films, it's people holding hands, doing little patterns, yeah. you know, to certain music. Minuets were big back in the day, the gavotte, the, the et cetera, et cetera, all that kind of stuff. But literally, Tim, what they were doing is communicating to the rest of all other countries. They're saying, look at how Catherine was smart. She said, trust me, my man. I think it was like, like Henry II or something like that. You want to do this because I have experience. We're going to make a spectacle. And then everybody who's right. going to come and watch, they're going to go, whoa, look at the spectacle. And then there are all these little politicians and they sent subliminal messages. And it was just revered. Oh, this is what us elite do. And of course, people, you know, right. think of it like the working class laborers. They would look up at Right. You know what I mean? Wow, look at this elite, right? There's something about ballet that just kind of reeks elitism. Well, now you know why. Especially at a time too, done. when like communication was so much slower, you really, you really needed to put a stamp on who you were. And it's like, if mm. you were going to, it's like, you know, like Russian ballet has traveled all around the world. And it's like, it traveled around to say, basically said, this is what we we are the, we as the Russians believe we're like the best at I'm putting the words in their mouth, but it's like, and they travel and go, this is basically what we want you to think of us yes, as to some degree, how, you know? Yes. And that's how ballet ended up in Russia, right? Because think about it. Russia was considered, you know, back in these days, like this not so civil, you know, sophisticated Western European country, right? Yeah. So anyway, just to make a short story, that's where all, you know, they use ballet to show almost the showcase. Think of it as a glimpse, the right. Facebook page, your profile page to your nation, 
in so yeah. many ways, right? Like, and like if course, you if you were to see a picture of, of like Paris with the Eiffel Tower in like the eighties, that evokes a certain idea of what Paris must be, and you kind of fill in yes, the blanks. You get where I'm a, going, right? It's a similar thing right. where it's like you show the Russian ballets, and you, that becomes the, what people think of as Russia. You know, when they fill yes, in the rest of the blanks. Think of think of the aesthetic of it, right? Because you know we're supposed uh, uh, when I say we prof- practitioners in the field, right? One of the main aesthetics is be light, right? Make it look mm-hmm. effortless, almost unworldly, supernatural, like the king or yep. the queen, right? You, they point their feet as if their limbs, they can go beyond the extremities of their feet. Do you know yep. what I mean? And almost so supernatural. it got so good. They got so, you know, badass at it. Let's just say France, right? Louis the Fourteenth. He's the bomb, the Sun King. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't really have ballet as it is. He made it. He understood I could use this as a vehicle. Think of that. Think of it like um, a superstar. I don't know. Uh, give me somebody like I don't know. Uh, Godfather of Soul. Oh, you know James Brown. Mean? Yeah. Yes. You know when you're of such stature and you're doing stuff, people are going to follow you. They're going to do yeah. everything, right? That's kind of like what was basically. King Louis the Fourteenth was doing, and then he was a, he he was honed in on it. He even allowed women to go go up on the stage, and and because of that, he was like, "This is getting so uh, intense. I need other people to keep track of it." And that's where the technique comes in. And they were able to come up with positions and things like that. You know, I think right. one of the big ones, George Nouvert, was one of the other. There's more. I don't want to get into a history lesson, but anyway, yeah. they created this technique. And one of the main aesthetics, this entire technique is based off of, believe it or not, turning out from your hips and your legs because it stemmed from fencing. It's more of a stable position, which is completely unnatural to our human body, which then makes it even more unique, which is Mm -hmm. the other appealing aspects. And then from there, this technique got more sophisticated. Russia was like, oh my God, we're becoming equally sophisticated as the other ones. We got to get ballet. Really, that's basically what was taking place. This is at the turn of the century now. We're talking like, um, you know, like 19, uh, like, the, not yeah, going into the 20th century, right? And uh, basically, they took French and Italian instructors, they brought them over, and they made everything imperial. Everything was about the, the nation. And they created their own kind of technique, which is almost standardized. And all these different methodologies and techniques are now being blended into like this hybrid form of, of training. Yes, there's pure methods you can do in training, but the um, the technique now is like, so, I mean, down to even the fingertips and how they're held, you know, where your eye gaze is and all this stuff. It's so particular that now you are understanding math proficiency, let's say, of caliber of right. technique, mixing with artistry. And if you can do those two things, you get the, the total art, art, you know, artwork. And when you look at ballet, oh my God, you see that you see that essence of that past time. I mean, think about it. Most of the especially the, all the story stuff, right? It's almost like the equivalent to to Marvel, right? These fantasy or Tolkien or Harry Potter, these like, you know, um, fantasy-like stuff, right? Or you have narratives. And most of these narratives are like of a king or a prince, you know, of coming of age, looking to marry, 
Do you know, something like yep. that. Do you get what I mean? You yeah. know what I mean? And right. then it just progresses from there. The likelihood of people back then doing that stuff, no, it doesn't. You know what I mean? It does. Right. But people didn't really change you their see stations, that yeah. being that over the years, it naturally has, it, it's kind of surfaced the, the notion of high art. You know, and how can you say what is better art than the other art? Because art is subjective. Do you right. see what I mean? Well, it's funny Someone you mentioned that because be... there's one thing that too. So I'm a, this is probably less hard to believe of me. I'm a big pro wrestling fan. And there's a part of me that sees so many similarities between pro wrestling and ballet because you have people out there literally destroying their bodies. They're doing yep. something that's very athletic, but not a competition, but they're still kind of competing with the people around them for a spot while at the same time trying to help the people around them because it's better when they all work together. And it's like, once again, you got to play to the front row and the back row and you have a limited shelf life and you got to find ways to extend your career and it's like yes. it's like we it's like it's like i don't know i don't like sports that much i don't like watching sports but it's like you have like ballet here and pro wrestling here and everything in the middle of like not interested in but this it's 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 similar <laughs> well, in the way that it's about it, you know it's, when you yeah. think if you think about it what is pro wrestling doing in comparison what are all those people doing in comparison to regular sports players they're in a way becoming a persona right, right. They're, yeah they're performers yeah they're, they're, they're they, they call them right they're they are in a yep. way they're in a way conveying um a form of attitude right. or they're using their body to express a story in the, in the same yes. way they're ballet and you know, and i think does. that's one of the main differences if you look at ballet versus the other um uh styles of dance particularly mm -hmm. in the concert realm because that's another thing we have to understand there's different contexts of dance yep right you have concert realm which is like me up on a stage, anything being performed in front of an audience, that's concert. Then you have commercial, right? Dance that's created to sell something. It could be a person, a product, or if you want to be even more, you know, uh, 21st century brand, you know, right. what's your brand? Just think right? of background something dancers like for Janet Jackson or something like that. They're yes, there to enhance There her, you go. You know. Now you understand. And then you have cultural. Do you see what I mean? Where, mm -hmm. you know, where you have a little bit more, um, uh, um, um, purity, authenticity right. linked to a particular community or culture in specific. Right. That in a way, kind of like what I was saying, is like the Facebook profile page of this nation in a, in, in a drink. You would, yeah. The type you would of dance you might see at like a pride parade, dance. like, you know, like an yes. Irish pride parade, you would see a specific type of dance there that you might not see elsewhere. Yes, social dances, recreational dance. You get where I'm, where yeah. I'm going, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it... it and when you look at ballet in specific, they ballet in a way was created to express, um, how can I put it? Or, or yeah, to express like a stature. This is where we are. This is what we think of and what we come across. Whereas like other forms of dance like jazz or modern, right? They kind of sell more of an attitude. Do you know right. what I mean? They right. have more of a, it's more of a mentality that shapes the styles of dance, you know, which are different from the different artists that makes it, right? They're more umbrella terms, where ballet is a little bit more, boom, specific. Right. Do you know what I mean? There's different no. styles within ballet, but not nowhere near as much. As, isn't that an interesting concept? This just occurred to me. All, Oh, yeah. go for it. Um, go, go so go um break dancing is going to be entering the olympics in the next yeah. i think the next I love year that. it's going to be i cannot door. wait to see what it's going to be like I don't know, somebody... but here's the thing i don't know how that's going to work 
Tell I me don't, how that's going to work. I don't, I'm assuming they're going to judge it similar to the way they do like freeform gymnastics, where it's like more of closer to like, you know, style, like whether you actually didn't fall on your head or stuff like that. I think, I don't know. But, but the question oh, for me kind of begs is, was there, do you think ballet is something that could be, I don't know if elevated is the right word, but is there something, would you ever see something like ballet becoming an Olympic sport? Okay. For, okay, let's let's go back because this is, believe it or not, one of I, it's one of my favorite discussions I have, not just with any ordinary person, but especially dancers of all kinds in the field. Let's do this. What do you think dance is? Is it an art or a sport? Um, I I would have to say similar to how I said professional wrestling, I would call it more of an art because there isn't a it's not it's not being graded in a way like there is no clear winner, I guess. Yes, thank oh, you nailed it. Oh, I love how in depth you are and culturally well rounded. Well, because you could also right. argue that just being in good enough shape to be Vin Diesel in Fast and the Furious could be qualified as a sport because of all the training you do, but ultimately it's for a performance. You know, it has athletic qualities right but really what is what is the purpose of what the hell we do remember art to communicate that's yep. what it is and believe it or not everything you're mentioning right that you're saying all these people and break dancing and all this why are all these people doing this in the first place as a right. form of expression right they feel compelled enough to want to express, but also want to be recognized. These are people that also want to have a little bit of attention. Do you know what I mean? You're going to yeah. be observed. You know you're going to be observed doing it, right? And um, it's when you you nailed it in the sense as in a sport, if you define what is a sport, right? Competing, blah, blah, blah. Usually there's rules, right? Yeah. right? And there's a winner and there's a loser. So I a referee you, or something, you know. Yes, and that's where you go, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. And of course, you know, I there's so many people I know that can go way more in depth into this that led this discussion. For example, one of my supervisors at Savi Regina University, Lindsay Garino, wrote an amazing article that I, I based this discussion about. You know what I mean? So this yep. is just me primitively talking about it, right? So as an example, so if I dance with my mom at my wedding who's winning is, right. so is one of us has to lose right if it's right. a sport but yep. then again how is that not equally as awesome as a ballet performance yeah it makes me wonder too that my the question about how they're going to grade the breakdancing the olympics it's like i'm starting to think about so the ones that are going to be the best are going to be the one it, say it is graded on style and stuff it's going to be the ones who are best able to convey some sort of honestly, a story tim, or emotion yeah honestly tim it's this is where I'm 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 conflicted. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. how can you judge art? You can't. Right. You literally can you can how can I put it? In the arts, uniqueness is revered, right? Yeah. You want to stand out. Even if you're doing ballet, how you perform the technique is you, and that's your style. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, people yeah, definitely. may want to. People would want to come see me do maybe more of a comical role. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or uh, more of a contemporary role, just because of the qualities I possess. Right. Whereas I want to go see Tim do Swan Lake because he's more technically proficient. Right. And this is where it gets construed. And this is where, um, let's say, 
the television shows like you so you think you can dance world of dance all that kind of stuff this is where i get um conflicted with it because i i know probably the makers know that they are probably the leading people that are educating the mass general some of of, of our nation about dance right yeah. and they're implying this competition 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 and if you have rules and limitations and stuff especially like in sports if you're going to really treat it like that rules limit creativity yeah you know what i mean i have a lot and of friends whose you... kids are they're, dri they're driving all over the country to take for seven-year-old dance competitions and it's it, it feels like you know how are we really picking these winners and what does that really get you you know yes 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 oh my god a gesture such as somebody slowly not even going fast going to somebody else's face and then doing something to it can move someone profoundly versus five, six, seven tricks. And, and so uh, a lot of private competitive studios have kind of, you know, anything can be exploited, let's just say. You know, everyone's going to make a quick buck if you can. So dance that has major um, technical uh, requirements like ballet, do you see what I mean? Ballet yep. is something where we, because if you think about it, what are what do performing artists do? Or I should say artists do. We're kind of, we're hardwired like scientists, right? We're always on this never-ending sustained inquiry, experiment, investigation. And how do yep. we do it? We weigh qualities. Our qualities would be, I don't know, energy, right? You can have a lot of energy going fast or very little energy and it has a certain type of quality that kind of comes to it. So we, and, and this is how we create. And this even comes down to how you, what, what, what actions or movements come first after the other to the whole composition. I love that because the arts, a lot of the arts, all their methods, they're all the artists' different methods, right? Are translatable. Things, things methods that are being done in music, you could apply in dance and vice versa with um the arts and stuff like that even with like you're interested in film a lot of it what do you what what is your priority what do you want to stand out and all that kind of stuff so anyway um it's the technical stuff that people are are are, are understanding and that's what you can you could real if i was going to judge if i was going to be fair it would have to be on a technical caliber thing right. you know for example how high can you get your leg and how yep. technically correct is it in such and such a thing? Ballet's been uh, competed for years. Do you know what I mean? And 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 just naturally, dance itself is naturally competitive. I mean, this has been done for thousands of years, and it's still being done now. Social recreational dancing. Do you know what I mean? You have a competitive thing going off. One person dances, and the other. You totally see it in break yep. dancing. Oh, definitely. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And then, what do you think's going on during that moment? These people right. are conveying a persona, an attitude. They're communicating to the people around them. They're communicating to the people in front yeah. of them. Do you know what I mean? They're if in some ways like a gorilla it. banging its chest in the in the jungle yes. to some degree. It's, yes. it's well, that. This is this is the attitude of uh, uh, I would like to, I would say, and this is my of my own personal opinion. And if anything, I can honestly say is I know nothing. Oh, did he freeze up a little bit? Uh-oh. What is it? Ohms or something like that. Amazing dance educator, writer, 
um, you know, she she was saying ballet was getting stale back in the nineties. Yeah, all this yes. kind of stuff. Well, you, a lot, uh, all of our arts reflect our culture and in a way preserve history. So this is kind of why I'm saying when you go to ballet, of course it's naturally going to have that pastime because that's essentially what it is. But right. what type of ballet are you talking about? I think you're talking about more romantic and classical ballets, which natu naturally encompassed a narrative. Do you see yep. what I mean? Definitely. And then, and then during that time period, uh, like for the romantic period, fantasy, that's what I mean. You romanticize about something. That's when ballet became all about women. Yes, you know now, I was going to bring it up as well that it's like, you know, there's so many places in society where women, you know, take a backseat to men and there's very few where it's the opposite. Um, and it seems like ballet is, is a place where the women seem to be a little bit more up front than the men. Is that that's oh my, my perception? God. Well, that? you know, it's interesting. Uh, you see misogyny 100 percent or I shouldn't say misogyny. Let, take that word out, if anything. Uh, patriarchy. Yeah, that's yeah. what you see. Remember, it's an ethnic dance, right? So, I mean, look at how they're dancing, right? Look at how it's formatted. You have the sense of stature, right? Elite, you know what I mean? You have, uh, you have. Oh my God, let's go to the bottom of the barrel. You have students, right? Peasants, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? You got students, groundlings, <laughs> and then below students, you have trainees. Trainees are like people, young students that. Yeah. Ooh, that potential like but dabblers. I don't know. can they yeah. mentally make it through right or hit x amount of objectives whoever sees the potential in them right yeah and then you have apprentices and then after apprentices you have let's say you know like a major company like boston ballet let's say uh, for example you would have a, a boston ballet too which mean it's not boston ballet but it's a separate company and these are oh we don't want to let them go these are right. high performers you know uh, employees that we are thinking five, seven years from now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? We don't want to, we, we're going to exercise them. When we're they're what, like 17? Because <laughs> yes. how yeah, young you are I'm those crazy. kids? In the, in the, no, I'm just curious. How young are they in, in that second group for someone like the Boston Ballet? Uh, I'm going to say probably anywhere between the age of, it depends again on their uh, technical proficiency. At that time, you're really looking at technical proficiency. But if you can also get... Um, some really refined artistry, um, dancing qualities out of these students. You got a total package there. So we're this could be anywhere between the age of sixteen, okay, fifteen. Because uh, that was one of my questions too. Is that it feels like if you go too young, these are people you know of both genders. Their bodies haven't developed yet, and it's not like you can look at a nine-year-old and go, "Oh, I can see their bone structure, and this is what they're going to be yes, like you then." Can. Oh, yes, so you, you okay. can. You can, and it, it this again goes with the culture and the time period. I will tell you, ballet is extremely superficial, and oh, stereotypical yes. because it has. That's that, very much how it's like pro wrestling too. <laughs> yes, it has that old school, you know, uh, patriotic European Western mentality, and unfortunately. Just say it was white, patriotic. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I know it was patriotic. I mean, yeah, why it is. is it? Because a lot of ethnicity is saying, a lot of ethnicity notice, comes down from patriarchy because they were controlling a lot of it. Yeah, so it's all yes, yeah. you get it. So, um, uh, uh, how can I uh, uh, notice how I'm saying what style 
a ballet because each style, and this goes all with dance and all different forms of art, right? Even when you look at your films, if you were going through your films, you're seeing what the trends were, what the mentality of the mass some were back during that time period. So let's look at the idea of stature. I just stopped at Apprentice or Second Company. Then you have Core. Core in French means body, C-O-R-P-S, you know, right? Yep. So Core means core. ensemble. Yeah, in a legit like company of today, ballet company, right? You have a minimum of 32 minimum of 32 just because those big ones those big classics like sleeping beauty and swan lake and stuff like that the core requires 32 women not interesting right yet at the same time why is it too that the men are always the ones supporting manipulating do you know what i mean the the women when it comes to the partnering aspect of it all right yeah and then after you have core, you can even have even major companies like Paris Opera, ABT, things like that. You have first core, second core. Who's going to be in the front? Who's going to be in the back? And then you have demi soloists. You stand out among the core and you can be featured here and there, maybe for 25 seconds in a three minute number. Yeah. So you'll be a second soloist, right? And then you have first soloist. And then you have principal. And principal means you are the top of the top that means yeah. you are well-rounded artistically and you are well-rounded technically and what i mean by technically you got rid of all your performance kinks you know who gives a shit what you do unfortunately unfortunately us vicious you know uh, demanding um conceited selfish audience members want so much right right nobody well, gives a shit expectations are higher than ever no matter what it is yeah what it really comes down to is your actual performance and most real good artists, performing artists, right? Real good, true ones. Very rarely walk away going, damn, that was a good one. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because true. I, at least with me, and this is just from my own personal experience, but I, I, believe, I, I speak to, to many of my, of my colleagues and friends that some are still performing or not performing. Uh, I always try to achieve that wonderful balance of fuck that performance felt good and also looked good because some yeah. you may look good but it didn't feel good to the performer yeah do you see what i mean yeah this is kind of a good point to sort of pivot on because it was it was something that we were going to talk a little bit about where dance is now and one thing that ah. the, the sports talk got me thinking about is so if you were to look at somebody i'm not a big football fan but you look at like your average linebacker today versus your average like you know linebacker back in like the seventies, it's like, you're looking at people that almost look like they're different species. Like it's like, yeah. there's been so much advance in what, like, you know, the people are running times now that the people probably thought were impossible years ago. And the technology has caught up to what we can, you know, we know better what to put in our bodies. So I'm wondering if there's been something similar with, with dance or ballet where now, because we know more about our bodies and we know how to feed them better, take care of them. Is there things that we're capable of that couldn't have been seen a hundred years ago? Oh my God, how about right now, Tim? The what we're doing right now. Oh yeah, yeah, is that. You get where I'm going. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Absolutely. I remember back in my day. Now what's my day? I started dancing, um, taking ballet classes. At first it was just once a week at the age of seven. So that was, see, if I was born in 82, probably 89-ish, 
1990, I think it was 1990, now that I think about it, yeah. seven or eight. Um, and uh, all I had was that class. My parents could have bought some books or some videos, but that stuff was expensive back then. Right. Do you see what I'm and saying? There probably weren't even that many. It probably wasn't that easy to find, or there, you know, no, you go to your you local library, but like you, you know. get where I'm going. And then yeah. when you hear these names like Boston Ballet School, you know, and you read about all this stuff, you know, and then when you go to see it, some of what you read may be a complete. Well, I don't, I don't want to go into speculation, but no, but I know exactly what you're saying. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not necessarily what you assumed it to be. Right. Absolutely. There was no and, yell. And, and this is where I, I, I just, you know, said, sent off a recommendation letter to a student. It's a boy, uh, who I have been working with, let's say over ten, over a ten year span, and I just looked at him. I was like, Daddy, oh my God, you are far better than I could have ever been at your age. And I remember thinking, why? How come? Because he had such a similar background from Worcester, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Well, it's just natural. It's called human evolution. Every generation should be a hybrid form of what was before it, right? And you dance like music, right? is now being um, looked at, or I should say um, uh, uh, um, accepted as equally as sophisticated and beneficial as music, which is crazy because dance in a way was the first form of art that ever existed. And right, I think I told you this. Yeah, all we had is our bodies, so we used our all bodies. All our bodies. Do you know what I mean? The best example would be, think of a caveman trying to talk to another one. Right. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. or even the gorilla uh, beating its chest to some degree. It's just theatrical. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you, ballet, right, in many ways. Because how about this? Anything I've come to learn, right? Why do we create? Why do we do why do we create art? Right? And one of the best quotes, and I learned it during my graduate school during a lot of my research and stuff. It was, uh, his name was Richard Kinslin. It was about musical theater. He was talking about the Gesundheitswerk, Wagner, this yep. composer back in Germany and all this stuff. I could go into that different, differently. But he, one of the opening things was the arts were created to express what cannot be expressed through words or something similar of that. And that makes so much more sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why we do what we do and why we create what we create. Thanks to ballet, you know, or how, how I shouldn't say that. Thanks to just human tendency, suppression, one form of another, you know, humans are going to feel some form of suppression, whether you're the dominant community or not, right? Yeah. You're not going to be able to do something or achieve something or make sense about something. And most of what of art, if you strip away a lot of the context of it, right? Get rid of the time period, get rid of the freaking costume get rid of that fucking cop character what are we talking what are we what are you we getting to it most of it is about love and death right which it's is funny crazy. too because it's like when you talk about what people like about entertainment like art is really more about people who like subjectivity and sport to me seems people as more like objectivity is it's like you know they they and want that to goes see, yes yeah. It's like those yes. are like sort of yes. at the very base level. The difference is, is objectivity and subjectivity and what what people yes. more enjoy living in, in which one of those realms. 
absolutely, you, you, you totally get it. And so it's speculation that a lot of uh, um, folk dances, folk dances would be like, you know, you, you wear boots or I'm just giving that's of like, let's say Eastern European, an yeah. example of another form of folk dance, the tango, you know, from Argentina, another form of folk dance, how about country, line dancing, would that be our form of like folk dancing, right? Yeah. All that kind of shit. Um, a, a, a lot of that, uh, especially folk in Europe, right? You wonder, it, it's been speculated. Was it created in specifically direct to oppose ballet? Because you have this uh, group that's showing off this type of performance that everybody hears about, how wonderful it is, but nobody can partake in it and or see it. Well, we're going to have to do their own fucking shit too. Right. Look at the movie, Can what's his face there? Some James Cameron's Titanic. You know the yeah. scene where the the mofos, Leo, and what's yeah, her face, and Kate Emma, yeah, yeah, Kate, whatever her name, Kate, yeah. good old Kate. <laughs> um, they're down there getting their boogie woogie. Yeah. They're Irish step dancing. That's a form of folk dance. While the others are doing, you know, the more sophisticated. Right. I and mean, it's almost this... like like the way punk rock reacted to like dinosaur rock of the seventies. Yes, you, you, you and you see how all of this is so, in a way, similar. Um, thank you, ballet, in many ways, because if it wasn't for ballet, you almost wonder would we have a lot of the forms of dance that we have now? For right. example, do you know a lot about um, American modern dance? Not that much. I mean, I mean, I could break dancing as far as I go for that. And see, this is again, this is where I get very like I, I, I have reservations about these big shows. Modern dance. This is the type of dance where people, uh, practitioners typically wear bare feet. And it's all about movement and feeling versus yeah. technical requirement and quality. And it was it was you could say conjured up or derived um, as a, many believe is a, it, it, the mother, you could call it, the mother of, of modern dance was Isadora Duncan. We're talking turn of the century. So 18, uh, I would say she's like 1885, 1890s, going all the way to like, uh, I think 1930s-ish. She, unfortunately, she died young in a very freak accident. I, she, I think she was on a car or motorcycle and her scarf got caught in the oh wheel. Oh, God. Very quick. I know. So, and she died young and you wonder if she stayed alive. But basically what she did is she said, why did that? How is it that ballet said that this is real dancing and this is not dancing? This is where I was getting with high art. And you see how it's associated with the community, yep. right? That shoves it in your face and propaganda and all that, whatever. Right. And this is where I feel bad for ballet because I love ballet. It's been so good to me. And yet it's always good to know that there's good and bad in everything, right? Yeah. And it's good to, the more you know about it, the more you could probably use it and uh, uh, and be more proficient with it, right? Um, so ballet, you know, was very, it's saying movement, this, that, it, it came very body oriented. Right. You know, people are very, you know, um, body image is a huge problem. I mean, think about it, 24-7, you're looking at a mirror, and most of the time people are saying you're wrong, 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 right. wrong, wrong. You know what right. I mean? You're practically naked. And but, you're wishing your uh, hip bone was like slightly yes! in a different position. There's no way to control that. You, you can get to, it. You, Where yeah. Isadora's going, fuck this. I can't deal with this. And she goes, how come me going like this can't be dance? 
right? How come dance can't have expression or derive from certain things? And basically she was able to illustrate how any movement can be considered dance. And then her predecessors beyond that went to the next level. If you've heard of names like Martha Graham, Doris Humphrey, uh, Merce Cunningham, right? They start to get, they were saying, yeah. And they were saying, no, they actually were saying, no, don't give me a technique. People came up with modern technique. No, technique is limited. We want to be creative and we want to go zany. And this is where avant-garde weird shit started to come up. You know, we're, now we're talking like 1970s and 60s and stuff like this. Because right. if you are the ballet, you know what to expect to a certain degree. And they want and they're the opposite of yeah. not knowing. And what then after expect. a while, people want new shit. New generations well, want new shit. It's funny how often there are things like what I kind of refer to as like Leno and Letterman, where it's like you have Leno, which is sort of the corny standard of what the late night is. And then you have Letterman, which is sort of just and at its essence, a parody of a talk show. And yes. I think whenever you see that there's two things that are existing at the, there's, you know, almost a Coke and Pepsi, which isn't the greatest example, but two things that are sort of like that, there's usually a relationship like that between them. Yes, yes, yes. And so, and this is what was happening, um, you know, in America in the 20th century. And yet at the same time, Tim, the biggest form of cultural appropriation practically in our entire nation is jazz dance. Break dance is a part of it. Right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Where did it come from? Most people have no fucking clue. And unfortunately, it's part of that horrific black area of our history called slavery yeah. and again there's that marginalization that suppression the only thing slaves had were their bodies yep in their mouths and so yep. they kept their african their culture cultural african forms of dance alive it's actually a place called congo square in new orleans where a lot of it came from and it was a form of dance right. that was um totally derived and and went on the same life cycle until like bebop came around with right. jazz music and look at you can't get anything more american right. jazz music and jazz dance most people love all any and it's an umbrella term and like modern dance it's selling an attitude it's finding individualism do you know what i mean in your own true identity and, and what it stands for and and and, and, and modern and, in, and the point of it is do you make up your own jam do you know what i mean so yeah that's the only way I could think of with breakdance because it was, you know, it was brought up in the 1980s. It was derived, you know, really in like the Bronx, I believe. Yeah, so Bronx. Off probably, the streets, yeah. all this kind of stuff. And again, like they were doing 200 years ago. And that's what I love, particularly about uh, dance. You know, the human condition doesn't change. Right. 300, 400 years ago, a 15-year-old girl or boy isn't just pretty much roughly the same kind of shit that we're all still into today. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The human body could have done what we are able to do now, but like you pointed out, we didn't know how to get it there. Resources change, fast pace, people's training change, more thoughts and processes come of it, you know, and there you go. And this is again with like training. Yeah. Dance now is related with somatic practices and also mental health. I'll tell you this, the, the skills I, I learned in ballet, such as teamwork, critical thinking, problem solving, um, communication, verbally. Do you know what I mean? I still use on an everyday basis, discipline, yeah. routine, you know, and it's a field where you got to have some kind of passion. And if you don't have the passion, you're going to very quickly 
because you have to start out. young and if you don't stick with it it's it's you're not gonna be able to catch yeah, up you, you you know? get it so with breakdancing the only thing i could possibly think of because again it's just natural human instinct to labelize stuff right in yeah. hip-hop there are moves now like the nay nay you know what I mean? Or um, I'm drawing a blank. I can't even think of them all right now. Yeah, but I mean, there's anyway, so many. It was kid and play dance, that, you, know? you get where I'm going. I, I, I honestly am drawing a blank and I, yeah. I just can't, and I know them and I teach this stuff. But anyway, who cares? Um, there, there are certain ones and maybe they they say, okay, you have to have a certain requirement. You have to have X amount of this, but then also yeah. could be creativity. You know I think I mean? that's going to, because I think part of it is I'm assuming what they did was say, we want to backdoor away into getting something interesting like breakdancing the Olympics and we'll figure out how to give the medals for it later. I, I'm assuming it was probably something like that. You know? Yeah, actually, I wonder, um, I could show you an example. Nah, it might take time. I could show you an example of basically a hip hop kind of competition. I wouldn't say no, because it's funny too, because I think I remember one of the first times we met um i had this Hold idea on, that i was that i was like tinkering with i'll talk about this way of getting this going that no, I, no, still, yeah, you keep I, going. I still kind of like this idea but i actually saw it done fairly recently something similar where i wanted to be able to do i used to do like more scratch djing and i remember noticing just the way that a dancer's leg moves is very similar to the way that you might move a record across a needle when you're scratching ah, i had yeah, this idea true. of doing this thing where you where you sort of combine a turntableist routine that plays off of the way the dancer's legs are moving in, in, in line with the way the records are moving and then have lighting that is tied to like the way the fader is moving so that it all works together i saw Absolutely. like a, yeah, i saw like a hip-hop like the nutcracker i forget what they call it the nutcracker hip-hop thing that curtis blow kind of does and there's a little bit of that going on in there and i've seen a little bit of it before I remember that was one of the first things i asked you about and yes. uh, i remember you were being like who is this person this weird hip-hop dude asking me these dance questions yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's still what an was, idea to um... think about what was, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember, oh, he just died, poor guy. He was on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh, I can't think of his name, but I know. Oh, him. God. It's like Trip. Or... Yeah, I, I, I remember seeing him all over the place when that happened. And I, I oh, God, I can't think of his name. That's terrible. Who cares? But uh, anyway, he I think he was behind um, um, that kind of. He, that, he was that. actually yes you're right because yes, i remember yes. when, oh when he passed Twitch. away yes that was his name when he passed Twitch. away my girlfriend had pointed out that we had seen him in, in something recently yeah ah look at that you learn something new each day isn't that the truth you know for some reason i can't find what i'm looking for so we'll let it go for now but if i if i come across it oh wait a minute i think i might have found it hold on hold on to your butts what movie you know uh, what Jurassic movie park right Yes. Right. Which I My first saw in the movie once, and I saw it for the first time like eight years ago. Right. 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 I I'm love so that. Okay, this is great that you knew that. Oh wait, I think I found it. Here we go. Check this out. This I think is in Montreal. We're gonna find out. Let me see if I can put this. Uh, oh yeah. Oh no wait. No, that's not it. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway. Let's keep going. Right. Let me ask this. We're talking about movies. What are what are some movies you think you really nailed dancing right? My one of my personal favorites is All That Jazz. I love that movie so much. Um mm. uh, I love oh, I love Black Swan too. I don't know if that where that that's a controversial one, but I all mean, that all jazz of these are dramatized. Do you know what I mean? I think they all kind of touch on a little bit of reality, most of them. Do you know what I mean? Um you know, movies that can encapsulate 
or what's like what's one where you thought somebody who isn't a dancer really pulled something off because that's a tricky thing too where it's like they always do these oh, movies something where off yeah. oh i see this every day as a matter of fact you know like um i remember when i was still i think like in high school and um college what was it center stage that first film came out Ethan yep. Stiefel who was a principal at ABT um and Julie Kent um were, were like stars of ballet in America that I grew up with it was like a big thing for us dance people because it was finally a movie right. that um that kind of re- you know reflected it in many ways I mean they're mild they're, rappers <laughs> yes yeah there are essences of it that totally encapsulated the culture and the background. But of course, there's also dramatized right. kind of stuff. In ballet, in specific, it kind of got, there's a term called bunhead, you know, yep. in our world, which is like, you live and breathe ballet and you know nothing else. Like, you just want to say, oh my God, go outside. And I'm telling you, the sun, it's still warm. I'm, you're going to love it. You know what I, I mean? Know. It's like, they just, you talk to them and all they can talk about, somehow it always goes back to ballet. You know what I mean? Bunheads. For someone who is, I would say that center stage gives a very commercialized, dramatized way of a bunhead lifestyle. Yeah. Because it's a type of art where it, it consumes your everyday process. I can't tell you how in many ways I was socially isolated. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. So do you, at what point do you real, I mean, you start at seven, obviously you're not starting at seven and going every day right away, but at a certain point, as you're getting better at this, you're obviously having the interest to stay with, but do you ever really acknowledge that this is pushing you down a path that is going to be different socially from your peers or? The whole time, the whole time, Uh, many classes, I was the only guy that always reminded me that, uh, you know what I mean? And then waking up and feeling how much my body hurt at such a young age, that reminded me, do you get where I'm going? And it was, do I want to stay in ballet? Do I want to stay in dance? I mean, I played played football one year in seventh grade and it bruised my tailbone. I'm like, nah, not for me. Oh my God, dude. And I, I'll use, I shouldn't say you, I should, um, a lot of sports athletes have it so much better than dancers do it's so sad and this is where you know um it's very true just because of the natural system in america works which makes it hard for artists you know independent artists to really come forward you know um and what i mean by that is like resource wise you know uh, having a financial background where you can market yourself properly but thanks to tech Thanks to technology, this is changing. True greatness will find the channel, you know. Yes, yes. Like, for example, now, um, social media has become the place as a form of marketing one's brand. And you're, why? It's free. Yeah. It's literally free. And dance is- No middleman. It's just you and your audience. Yes. What's the word I'm looking for? Dance is empirical. It's like there and it's gone. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's hard yeah. to record and get it. Now that we can videotape and do this kind of stuff, right? Um, it's it's giving us this instant market. And just look at our natural culture. It's a reflection of our culture. It's very fast paced. People don't have time. They want you to get right there in front of your, your stuff. Yeah. And you got to be unique. And you got to be unique quick in order for me to stay. 
you know, and unfortunately, a lot of it is through technical caliber, but a lot of it is through, you know, inspiration, which is now the mentality. You know, when I was in high school, I was told we're growing up in the contemporary period. And I'm still going, well, when, when the fuck are we out of it? We're 20% done. If you think about it with the 21st yeah. century, something artistically or culturally is bound to happen. It already has happened. Yeah. And I think it has to do with this digital age. That's kind of like saying you know? that we're living in the pre-future. You know, it's like, well, no shit. <laughs> like... Yeah, you know, but it's true. And that's kind of what was happening with ballet. Eventually it was getting stale. You know, the people of like the 1980s, 70s, how they made ballet more innovative. And a lot of it was take American ideas and put it a part of it. You know what I mean? Like there is, for example, Balanchine, he started New York City Ballet. He has a specific style. It's called neoclassical, new classical. What's different about it? Well, the motherfucker totally caught on that jazz was awesome. And so he took elements, qualities, right, of jazz dance and put it in ballet, even though ballet still has its main prime technique. And yep. that's what revamped it. But then when the 90s came, nobody knew, there was no people like that anymore. There was all what? these other people that were doing it. What about someone like a Brishnikov, who's probably the most famous ballet dancer? If people only know one, they probably know him. Like if they don't want skateboard. I hope they know him. You'd right. be surprised how many don't, Tim. Right, yeah. Many don't. And I'm thrilled to teach them all about him i actually there's a section in one of the courses i teach called the dancer and i kind of hone in on him because i love him i think he's a demigod now to and, what degree and i don't know that's much specifically about but to what degree did he help popularize ballet and did, 100%, was there percent okay 100 percent. when he kind of stopped doing stuff did, was that that helped the decline he never of ballet? stopped doing stuff that's the thing our our nation i know more from acting because i mean obviously i've seen him more act perfect. more than i've seen See, him this dance. is what i'm yeah. saying our nation right through various reasons which could make our podcast go on forever did not necessarily recognize dance as a culturally predominant aspect that we should focus on and practice more and it's only been within the last 20 years that really dance has become a, so like for example why do guys, a lot of guys don't go out on the dance floor? Because they're afraid of being humiliated. Right. Why? Probably toxic masculinity. Right. There was never, you know and there was mean? also Yet. never dance in the household as a kid. Yeah. There was never, there was never a passing down of culture. Yes. You know? And yet people like my brother are, you know, captain of the varsity football team at St. John's private Catholic place, blah, 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 blah. And yet. He would always go out on that dance floor and he would do stupid moves. When I mean stupid, there is not stupid because remember art is subjective, but he, what I mean, how about this primitive? Right. Uh, if you can moves, learn what as, a four, four beat is, you can learn how to dance a little bit, essentially. Yes, like, yes, yes, you know. yes, yes. For example, he would do the lawnmower or yeah. the sprinkler. And what is he doing? He's getting rid of his shell. I'm purposely going to humiliate myself. And then guess what? People react. Yeah. And they actually go, yes. And it brings their, it brings, it brings them different. down too. Yeah. You've communicated yes. something. You've essentially yes, communicated you this is a time for I'm us. Going. Right. It's right. I'm doing this. It's okay for you to do it. Yes. And this is exactly what's happening. And that's what exactly what happened with Burshnikov. I mean, look at what was going on during that time when Burshnikov was coming here. 
right? You had the Cuban Missile Crisis. You had the Cold War. Right. He came here because of the Cold War. He defected the USSR because they wanted to really control him and they were fucking pissed off. So we had some guy as representative, oh, see, the US, the free place, right. look what, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden he made it cool. He made literally ballet cool. But it's also bullshit movies, even though they're not bullshit because they were so pivotal pop cultural wise, like Dirty Dancing and Footloose. Footloose, yeah. Right? And they all Saturday came out in the What was yeah. happening in the 80s? AIDS. Yeah. Homophobia. Gay. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Cocaine. Lots of cocaine. <laughs> this is it. And then in the 90s, sex, 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 yeah. sex, sex. In early 2000s, sex, 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 sex. You don't believe me? Go look at Britney no. Spears. Oh, Go yeah. look at the rappers. There is stuff that you Go would see on MTV at... in the late 2000s you'd never see now. Just the that level of sexuality you would never is, see. It. It, it's through the roof. It, and, and, and then you can see, and you know, sex sells, commercialism. You can see really, you know, the mass sum taking, you know, over all this stuff. So anyway, as I'm saying, now, what are we living in the contemporary period, right? Postmodern dance. This what is postmodern dance? Let's say it started from like, like the late sixties or mid sixties to like seventies ish, eighties ish. There's like two waves of it, mm -hmm. right? And basically, it was like, you know, separate from anything, be yourself, true. But they still there was a sense of suppression. Don't be like this. Don't be like this. Now. Look at your mentality as an American of our generation. Our generation was told we could do whatever we want. Right. We could be whatever we want. And that's usually how we treat our art. And there's no coincidence that, especially in our generation, FOMO and social media, right? The predominance of social media and the predominance of FOMO, fear of missing out, coincided together. And, and a lot of our generation today, personally, if you ask me, are more concerned now due to the lack of resources that our generations had before about experiences in finding personal fulfillment in life. We're more concerned, it's interesting, about going through an experience versus having more object, materialistic things, consuming them to find fulfillment in life. You can see that in dance. I think right now, like contemporary dance what the fuck is that <laughs> i remember saying literally five six years ago what the fuck is contemporary dance and that's the beauty and i think that's the revelation the artistic revelation that we're having if you ask people in my field it might be a little bit more defined over the last five six years but if, if particularly five years ago even probably even currently now if you ask a variety of different professionals in dance from different contexts of it, they would probably have a different definition of what the heck contemporary dance is. And if anything, all professionals can agree on about it is that it's a fusion of practices. You know what I mean? Yep. Even though there's subtle differences on what the hell contemporary dance is. So theoretically, what I make nowadays is like I, I, I like to make is contemporary dance, but it's more contemporary ballet. Why? Because based off my experience, a lot of my movement, if I intend so, would naturally or I intentionally would have more balletic technical qualities to it. Whereas somebody else who, I don't know, did more swing dance growing up will have more swing dance, even though you'll see balletic qualities and jazz qualities into it. And it kind of coincides 
with today's mentality where we want to go out, experience everything. How come I can't take this? How come I can't take that and mix it all together? Yet, what's interesting, and it's being surfaced now, is kind of like this Western American idea of like, for me, for me, for me, for me, for me, I want to take, take, take. What about recognition and experiencing it? And then collaboratively in a very beneficial way for everybody, you get this, you know, really, you know, um, well-rounded product by the end, instead of these like primitive surfaces. So that's really the mentality of today. Everyone's like, I want to create my own movement vocabulary and I want it to be influenced from all different things. And I want all theatrical elements to be involved, even things that have absolutely nothing to do with dance. But that kind Such of feels like when, you go, to, when you go to like the movie theater and get a soda and just put like a little bit of every flavor in it. Yes. It's, it never it tastes of, that great. Yeah. You know? And, you know, one of the um, um, leading artists that really kind of got this concept was his name is Yuri Killian. And, oh, my God. Oh, his work is so beautiful and has um, really affected in a positive way so many styles of dance. I, I, I just can't. He's like 30, 40 years ahead of his time. Um, and now it's gone through the roof where you get you know, styles of dance and concerts such as Gagaism, or you see balletic qualities and modern dance qualities in, in, in break dancing now. Right. And so it's like artists and dance now are on a never ending quest to create a hybrid movement vocabulary for the specific work that they're creating and or try to um, materialize a, a characteristic or a style that's right. their staple. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that ballet um, great dancing thing actually makes sense because it's like there's two examples of dance where it's really about pushing your body to the extreme. So it's yes. like there's always going to be like it was funny. Like I remember talking to our Dan, the person we met through about this years ago. He was a um, he used to do a lot of like trick skiing and I used to do a lot of like yes, freestyle. I remember. Rapping. And we mm -hmm. would talk about how when YouTube hit how much that changed everything because you know there was this, this documentary where tony hawk was trying to do this really impressive trick that nobody thought was even possible being doing he tried for years and years and he eventually did it and once he did it a lot of other people could do it because once you yeah. see that something is possible and you know it's possible it makes it more possible for you in a weird way so like the proliferation of sharing this stuff has got to be constantly retraining people to what is possible and having them heighten those levels. absolutely absolutely and this is why um, I encourage dance to be competitive. Like I was saying, dance is naturally competitive. It's competitive socially. Dancers usually constantly compete against themselves. Do you know what I mean? But when you look at the purpose of dance, it was to communicate, to express. Do you know what I mean? That's the purpose of art. So um, I guess... There's good and bad in everything. Do you know what I mean? And, and and I guess it's how you interpret it. When you compete dance, oh my God, it surfaces so many great things that come out of it. I just hope that eventually, or at the Olympics in a way, educate viewers on how they're going to judge it. And that right. people even watching themselves, though this person did not win the gold, you should totally go see them in a show. Right. That doesn't mean they're the best. That just meant 
that they were able to pull off X, Y, and Z at that specific right. time. And that's the beauty of performances because that's basically what, especially in concert dance, that's what happens in a way, right? We're in a, the performance is making a world that invites you in. There's a reason why years ago, you know, particularly Wagner decided, let's make a proscenium stage right? Double presidium, and it kind of makes a photo, and you zoom in on it, and then you're submerged in darkness, right? It's almost the beginning of immersive entertainment, like a lot of what you see in arenas and, and, and museums and stuff like that. Selling an experience. You know? Yeah, you get where I'm going. Yep. You know, that's special, and it is special, because I'll tell you, those performers may or may not be able to produce the ex um, not exactly what they did the night before, Sometimes right. it might even be better. I think Dave Matthews Band is a great example of that. Do you know what I mean? Every time he goes and does a song, right, it's different when you see it in concert. Yeah. It's not like it in the album. And it's not like they did it the night before or the thing, because it has the essence of jazz. That's one of the main key characteristics of jazz. They also understand, they understand too that like, okay, we've got you to come see us this time, but we need to give you a reason now to come see us next time. Because so yes. many acts that are so successful don't seem to really get that, that at the current concert they're at, it's not about just status. It's about saying, wanting those people that if you could sell them a ticket on the way out to the next one, that they would buy it. Yes. And that's yes. a pro wrestling yes, mentality. That's that's literally they would do stuff like that where do a big show at Madison Square Garden and then sell people tickets on the way out the door to the next one. And that's the way it works. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Get them when they're so. most excited. So that means you have to get them that excited. You know, it's like, yeah, exactly. So because there's definitely been oh concerts we've all been yeah. oh, so there's, there's concerts we've all been to where it's like uh, the best part for me was the anticipation of seeing it. And when I got there, it's more just about why am I standing around? It wasn't as good. It's like, you gotta, gotta finish strong, you know? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, and there you go. The fact that we're talking about music, we're talking about, um, uh, film and all this stuff, you know, that, um, methodologies, processes in all the different forms of arts are translatable amongst exactly. all the different other art forms, which is brilliant. What's well, funny you know, too, that's for ways. me, I mentioned before, I went to film school, but like I didn't actually work on film. Now I'm working on my first film now, but everything I learned making film is what taught me to make music. And it's like, there, it's just, and then that taught See? me to be a visual artist. And then you, it's like, there's so many of these things that blend into each other. It's, you know. Right, like let's talk about film, for example. Uh, there's a form of performance that's out there. Um, the LA, uh, the Hollywood Bowl does it a yes. lot. It's called live to film. Yep. Where it, you watch the film and then, you know, the dance moments that come on, the actors on screen come on stage and they... And they'll have a live orchestra they, sometimes. Too, yeah, so that, it's awesome. And I did kind of a, a concert, uh, contemporary ballet work um, that was like that. You know what I mean? And yep. um, all of these things uh, taking place... I'm, I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay. I, 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 Yes, you know, I get so excited talking about yeah, all these uh, different things. But the Hollywood Bowl, the, all these different forms of of, of um, performances are these, again, a hybrid form of what is taking place today. And, and I'm really foreseeing a lot of ballet going towards um, the video digital realm that we keep mentioning, like all right. these methodologies. Like when you go to do your film, when I was doing, I had a small film about bullying in it and i realized i only had two 
and a half hours to make dancers who know nothing about acting, right? Do create a two and a half minute video. I don't know how I was able to do it, but I did. And a lot of it was through sight, like almost silent film. Right. Do you see Which what is, I mean? They didn't have to how act. Ballet they just kind of, yeah. yeah, ballet dancers have to be able to hit the the, the, the last row, but on film, yeah. it's about all about the close up. So it's a totally different like dynamic. It's a whole totally different experience in the way you even use music. For example, I love how Steven Spielberg said uh, when he was paying homage to Tony Williams. And uh, yeah, what's his? It's not Tony Williams. What's his name? Um, uh, John Williams, the composer. Yeah. He's basically saying. I was thinking of Paul. Films. I was thinking of Paul Williams. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, Paul Williams. I'm still uh, the Tony Williams is uh, a, a previous principal ballet dancer back in the day in Boston. But anyway, um, he was saying just as a like a, kind of like a final thought to wrap it up is um, music in film indirectly or directly tells viewers what they should feel during that exactly. scene and if you don't believe that watch a, that. Film, watch a film go to youtube and watch a scene from the film with the music cut out and you it it, it, it does something to your brain it, it, oh it's, totally it's bizarre and then that's exactly what they did they showed an indiana jones sequence yeah i think it was like them on the train one of the third one or something like that and it was the most boring thing i've ever heard and i go oh it's, my god it's John boring Williams. to the point that it's laughable yeah i almost say it's almost like um saturday night fever that movie the film is terrible if you really think about it it's not right. terrible but it's not the best and they it made a sequel to music. it though <laughs> yeah but the, it was the music right it, exactly soundtrack one of the highest the song, probably music. the highest song soundtrack of all time yeah. or one of them bg's yeah uh, find the generation oh my god oh my god it was the music that's what everybody what and what did that music do encourage an attitude yeah. which was expressed through dancing Remember how I mean? people used to say disco, how people laugh at how dead disco is. And then you realize disco never really, it was maybe like cool down for a while, but the idea of going, getting dressed up in something cool and maybe taking some substances and dancing all night, that's never really gone away. Are you kidding? Absolutely not, dude. It's that, what do you think is taking place? This is me in my own, What when we go out and dance, what the fuck is going on? What essentially are we doing? mating dance to some degree you know yeah well you're communicating right yeah communicating yep communicating you know there are times where i would go ah fuck i just want to go dance the shit out of it right yeah. and you just in your own little fucking place do go and whatever and nobody cares well some do do you see what i mean you yeah. make because it depends on the cult your culture and the influence it has on you why you do certain moves and certain the reason why you move a certain way right yeah. but then when you're trying to get with like somebody right intimately it's like the equivalent of courting yeah it is. that's what you're doing right it's you're in a way one. courting you're like a male bird showing off his feathers right. say check out me yo yeah it's it's sort of like the it's like the the 10 million sperm cells trying to be the one that finds yes, the that's egg exactly degree, what you know? we are we're primitive animals right yeah. we're mammals in a sense right yep. and this is us acting you know the whole all creatures in a way dance to, right you can't think yeah. so anyway you get where i'm going you yeah. know what i mean it's really really fascinating and, and a human condition doesn't change it transcends time and i love how it neutralizes particularly dance you know many people it doesn't matter where the fuck you came from what resources you had right it's what you can actually produce during that moment 
right? Yep. It's a fascinating concept. There's raw talent, and then there's talent that can be harnessed and finessed. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That genesis, who knows? So the power yeah. of the performing arts and ballet, you know, the more you know about it, the more rewarding it is. And I, I highly suggest you go see a lot of contemporary works because that's really influencing um, uh, or really reflecting what, you know, what people are interested in, particularly in the realm. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's good. It, it's like eating, right? It's good to go see the classics, give you a little taste. There's good greatness about it right and it's good to know what you're watching and why you're watching what it is it's good to go see a romantic ballet it's good to go see a neoclassical ballet they have different feelings to it and the contemporary works it's what it is modern right it's of it's our time word for it is yeah. um and it's nothing but wholesome beautifulness as yeah. basically i you know if there's one thing ballet definitely does extremely well um, motor skill wise, I would say coordination, coordination with, you know, your different limbs and proprioception, you know what I mean? And self-awareness, you know, though you're right. facing one way and you're moving a certain way, right? And Generally speaking, self-awareness, self I think is one of the number one skills and applied to many different areas of your life that I would recommend people work on. There's almost nothing more valuable than, than self-awareness. Right. And oh my God, look at that. It kind of coincides with our culture. Yes. Right? We're in a very me, 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 me. What can I get, get, exactly. get? And people don't, and a lot of people, people who aren't self-aware don't realize how much their meanness is literally just sweating from their pores and obvious. To yes. Else. Yes. It's, it's, yes. It's, yes. and they yes. wonder why they don't get ahead. It's like, it's because, yes, you know, yes, yes. Whatever. Well, I, I, unfortunately, I have to go pick up my son. At That's okay. I got, I actually got to go too. But, and I can go talk on forever. So maybe I'll we'll be back on at some point. Usually when I ask oh, someone yeah. on a second you time. You know what you got to do with me, Tim? You know what you got to do? You got to, you got to zero it in. Mark, yeah. let's talk about this facet, this aspect, this area. Well, it's funny. When I return guests on, I do a, something called the 79 question lightning round where I come up with 79 questions and ask them. And that takes forever. So uh, we might be able to do something like that, but like if to keep because, the answers kind of short, that's, that's, that's been one of some of my more fun episodes. So I'm actually doing one this weekend. So oh, brilliant. I got to write out. those questions. Well, you know where I am, Tim. Yeah. And, this has been uh, awesome. I, I always welcome a discussion about art. Yes. Never mind dance. Never mind ballet. Any of those I will gladly welcome in addition to a Tolkien. <laughs> You'll be getting my text. <laughs> I'll totally All do right. a bit of work talk yeah. too. Well, good talking to you. Well, hey, pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Happy dancing. Keep going and hopefully we'll have another session. Definitely. All right.